Yo, what up, Nashville? 3HL is on the air. Happy Tuesday afternoon. We are bringing the funk to Mount Juliet. Is that safe to say? Ronald, man, what up? Question. Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? Tell me tell me this. All right, I'll tell you. The only reason it wouldn't be safe to say is if. Why we had a roof? Which it don't. Why we ain't got no roof? We got people waiting for the milk. Oh. I just like to tease you now. Boy, you, hey, I do. I just like to whoa. tease you with it now. I don't like these little teases. Hey, tell you what. Either do it or don't do it, huh? We got people driving in for the Miller Lite wash away toast. Yes. It's going down. That's at 445 today. Mm-hmm. We're at Buffalo Wild Wings in Mount Juliet, and uh, we're going to have a great time today. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't we? You well, got- we. I mean, we always do, literally. Yeah. But uh, your chance to come see us, that's good. In Mount Juliet. want to see you. And we'll be here until 5.30. Tennessee basketball takes over at that point. Tip-off at 6. Tennessee against USC Upstate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ball Network coverage begins at 5.30. So we'll be here until 5.30. Your chance to win club-level Titans tickets. Who do they need to see for that? Caitlin? They got to see Caitlin. To put your name in the box. There you go. Don Davenport caught in traffic. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I... But guess what? There she is. I did it for her. I did the voice. I did the Babs voice. I'm Babs. Your chance to, to win club level time <laughs> tickets. <laughs> I need to talk to the Mount Juliet City <laughs> people who are in charge of the lights around this city. Y'all feel me? Y'all live here, right? Mount Juliet? Mount Juliet traffic? Is it something? Is it really, oh my God. Is it really easy to deal with? Maybe everybody, I just had that light forever, but maybe everybody's getting their holiday shopping done, a little Christmas shopping. It's crazy over there, but the lights are wrong. They're, they're ill-timed. I'm not saying that I'm like, so back in the day, you know, could figure it out or anything, but Mayor, I'm just saying. Mayor Carl Dean had an idea, and this is like in Nashville proper, like West End, you're leaving the city. They had, they had the time. The timing set for those lights to change. Like, if you hit the first one green, you would go all the way. See, that's that's what we need. But I think, like, that was a long time ago, and maybe we've moved past that to now they just encourage gridlock. Or we just have too many people in all of our cities nowadays. It's definitely true. It's not just a Nashville thing. Everybody wants to talk about Nashville traffic. No, Uh, it's everywhere. uh, Go around. Go to Atlanta. Go to Houston. Now, these are some of the bigger cities. And they yep. Go to New York. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but guess what? You're Ooh. right. You're right because this is no longer just for us and people coming home. It's a destination city for the holidays and stuff, too. So we got to deal with that stuff. You know why? Because well. we live in the best area so, ever. Yeah. That's an interesting question. Yeah. So you think Nashville, in terms of air traffic, mm-hmm. you think more people come in during, like, the Christmas season or leave? Um, I think they come in. Now. If you would ask me this, maybe four or five years ago, I would have said, man, probably going out. But, man, I, whew, if you ever been to an airport, you can get out of here. You can't get in. What did the guy tell us, the uh, valet guy, when we left the airport? Um, coming in, well, our busiest day is coming in, I think we said. Going out is on Thursday and Friday. Oh, yeah, But yeah. coming in on Sunday, he said, there's no way you get nothing out of here. So, Yep, lots of visitors. Imagine. Holidays. Holidays. Yeah. You know, school get out on Friday? Uh, yeah. Man, what, the kid, what the kids are going to do? What are they going to do for that long? <laughs> I don't know, man. They done ran all these days together on me, man. I don't know what's going on no Although more. we do have, not to look ahead, there is a nice little Titans game on uh, 
the 23rd. Yeah, next Thursday. Yeah. So that could be another reason. Not that I'm trying to look ahead, but don't you look ahead, Babs? I mean, no, because you know, Steelers are going to have to be dealt with. I know, but question. you know, it's going to be a physical game, and then you're going to have what? Yes, thank you. <laughs> then you're going to have a sh- what? A short work week. Yeah, yeah. A short work week as you get ready for that Thursday nighter. Mm-hmm. That's not ideal. And you know what? I, I still have against the Niners. Oh, by yeah. the way, we will be working Friday, uh, Christmas Eve. Yes, we'll be here. Are, so, are y'all in the building? Be here? In the building. I, I told yeah. y'all you didn't have to come. I'd take care of it all. Babs, you think we leave you hanging? Just <laughs> give the phone numbers. That's the day after a Titans game for crying ba- out loud. Babs, you think we trust you, you to leave you alone on the show? <laughs> Never. You went hawk. Just you went hawk. We uh, got this. <laughs> there is definitely not trust. There. <laughs> Mount Juliet Buffalo Wild Wings is where we are. Buy six traditional wings, get six for free. They've got the Chipotle barbecue, um, dusted wings. What do I call it? Try rub. <laughs> the dusted wings. Dust. What? <laughs> dusted. <laughs> I had accumulation Ooh. of Chipotle barbecue on my. Hey. I'm still not done either. I got to get back over there. Um. Anyway, they're really good. Uh, be here for the Ron Slay Miller Lite Washaway Toast at 4:45. Slay mentioned that. And Titans left guard Roger Saffel will be here from 4:30 until 5:30. Yeah. So uh, come out, Mount Juliet. Represent. Yeah. You do. Y'all, you don't need to sit in that traffic out there. No, nah, just come on in here. Pop in here for about an hour and a half, two hours, and then that'll be gone away. Trust the, me, then maybe the lights will be right. <laughs> Babs and the lights. <laughs> I asked late earlier, I said, what do you think Dawn's going to be going so on today? Did. Traffic. That's lights. It. Yep. I sent you a picture. Yeah, you where did. I was sitting. I could see. I could see Buffalo Wild Wings from my area. I thought you might go in on like a work dinner that you went to last night. We want no, to hear about Slay, that. Slay said that. Yep, I, I wanted yeah. to text you last night and ask you how it was, but I said, you know what? I would say that for the air. But why you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know what? I that can't. is not the reason. <laughs> okay. Titans are a two-point underdog. I okay. mean, a two-point favorite. Sorry. You know two, why yeah. I can't get a gauge on this game? No? It was two and a half, right? It is was. It two and a half? It's two. two. Yep. I can't get a gauge on the game. I can't. I can't. I don't understand where the fans lie. I think. That I don't point, know where they are. That point spread surprised me, mm-hmm. which means I think this is a reverse line theory game. So I think they're trying to get you to bet for the Steelers, which mm. means the Titans are going to win mm. by more than two. Mm. That's where I am with it. See, I, I, That's scientific thinking right there, baby. <laughs> I just feel, I feel like they Got my are, abacus out and everything. Yes, yes. <laughs> I feel like the – I feel like – I feel like the fans may be overlooking this game. Uh, or is it just me? I think they just, it's all the. What do you mean? I think they're looking forward to the San Francisco game. The oh, Thursday night really? Game. I think no. They, I think they, in these five games, four games now, I think they think the most difficult game is that San Francisco game. And I'm not saying they, they're, they're over, the team's overlooking this, but I think the fans are like, man, that San Francisco game going to be hard. I don't think they think this game going to be too difficult. And I hope it's not. Well, I'm not there. But Steelers make me nervous. This Steelers have won six Steel- out of the last I eight. I, I, Slay, I'm, I'm going to go against you on this one. Okay, I'll, that's what I would love for you to do. I'm going to go against you because it's Steelers hate week. Because, like, this hate runs deep and long, <laughs> long time ago. It started a long time ago, this Titan Steelers hate. Guess what, though, Babs? It's an Oilers thing. It we- goes back to the AFC Central. Yes. Didn't many people talk about it yesterday, though? 
yesterday? No, but, no, we were talking but about everybody the wanted to complain about the fact that the offense looked so bad okay. against the Jags. Okay. So, so I feel like we were, we were kind of stuck in that. To that point, did you hear what Mike Vrabel said on the Mike Vrabel show last night? Yes. He felt like the game was over at 10 nothing. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. That's so they, called, they called the game accordingly after that. That's control. Janet Jackson was right. <laughs> she was thinking about the Titans when she wrote that Control. <laughs> control is the song. Oh, okay. Yeah. I you know that. I don't, you know I, it. You're maybe Janet not Jackson. the way you guys she'll found about it. Out, she'll find out about it in nine minutes. <laughs> Uncle playing on the way back. <laughs> but this control. Is, so you telling me, tell, y'all, y'all really telling me, hey, Slay, hold up, slow down, get a week time to progress, and then you'll hear it. Okay? Yes. That's cool. I mean, not y'all. Me. I'm saying that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You don't have to group us together. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was saying, but I was saying, don't group us for the together. Fans, too, though. So I'm, that's what I was throwing out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, okay. That's my thought on it. All right. By the way. Yesterday was a full day of complaining about what they didn't see from the offense. Right. Correct. Ignoring what the defense did. Correct. And there you go. Your mic sounds funny to me. Is that just me? Is it my voice? Does my voice voice. sound funny? No. fired up? (laughs) Is it my voice? You hate my voice. That's a woman Harry met. Sally line. Yeah, Good job there. Uh, Titans stomped on terrible towels at the conclusion of week 16 in a win over Pittsburgh in 2008. The Titans then lost their mm. final regular season game 23 nothing to Indianapolis and their first round playoff game 13 to 10 against Baltimore. The Titans then lost their first six games of the 2009 season, eight in a row after stomping the towel. Don't do that. Um, so then they went eight seasons without making the playoffs after stomping on the towel. They were 50 and 80. After stomping on the towel. They lost three in a row to the Steelers after stomping on the towel and six out of eight. You, you ask me if I'm worried about Pittsburgh, I'm worried about Pittsburgh. Okay, cool. That's what I'm but talking about. I think reverse line theory, Titans win by more than two. I just think it's going to be a nasty heavyweight I, in the middle of the ring fight. Okay, so uh, y'all, you want my prediction now? We'll get it. Okay. No, we need a break. All right, cool. We've got Ike Taylor coming up next. Oh, yes. He played cornerback for Pittsburgh for a long time, 14 seasons. They got a room for people like him. Yes, they do. It's called the Boom Boom Room. Oh. Oh, you're going to put Ike in the Boom Boom Room? You got to go. Ike Taylor next on 104.5 The Zone. There it is. There it is. Control I'm by Janet Jackson. Oh, I didn't know this was the name of it. I know this song. Control. <laughs> and then, then guess what, babe? So now, you now you got to watch a movie. You got to watch Friday. Once you watch Friday, then you're even under. I know understand. Friday. I love Friday. Oh well. How you gonna get fired on your day off? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, that little line's in that Thank movie. You, so, uh, 3HL broadcasting live from Mount Juliet at Buffalo Wild Wings. It is Titans-Steelers week. Um, Ron Slay is conflicted. Grew up in Nashville, so Titans fan. Then his brother played 11 seasons for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ramon Foster. That's true. Ooh. So, now let's get a little Steelers take. Former Pittsburgh Steeler cornerback, two-time Super Bowl champ. Ike Taylor joins us now. Ike, what's up? How are you, man? How y'all doing? I'm good. Just sitting on a porch smoking my one-of-a-kind cigar mm. <laughs> i saw that on your twitter handle how do we get one of those 
Man, so you can go to howardgcigars.com or you can just look on my Twitter handle and you'll see it on my Twitter or my Instagram handle and you can order online and take over from there. Howardgcigars.com. Yes, sir. Oh, we we gone. I was going to say, Slay is a oh, big yeah. oh, cigar guy. Oh, I'm all in. Yep. I'm all in with oh, that. Oh, so they, they just put me in a Cigar Snob magazine. They rated, they rated my cigar 89. Um, and this, i only been out for like nine months. So, and you know, usually, you know this because you smoke cigars. People in the cigar world, they don't really venture off on what kind of cigars um, that are different. They usually smoke their own kind of cigars they like. Mm-hmm. But people, for some sort of reason, man, I guess they like taking to my cigars to good smoke so it's been going real good so far hey i can't wait to tap into it man that's that's it for me I, I, i'm looking for that so i don't know if you rubbed off on my brother ramon um or you know what i mean i picked it up by just watching people smoke cigars but i'm i'm, I'm all the way fully invested and me and ramon always have one on the back porch so we need to tap into that, man. So you ain't got to say no more. We're going to tweet it out and everything. We got to get your market down here in Tennessee with it, smoke too. It. There yeah. you go. Hey, smoking post, and I'll pull up on y'all. If y'all want to smoke for a weekend, we can just smoke and drink for the weekend and just Uh-oh. chop it up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Daddy. It's a done deal. I love it. Ike Taylor, uh, former uh, Pittsburgh Steelers cornerback from the Believe Podcast Network. Check out his podcast where you get your podcast with the Believe Podcast Network. All right, Titans Steelers coming up this weekend. I, I was surprised to see the Titans open up as a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Pittsburgh. Were you? Nah, right now the Titans are hot. Um, they playing that November-December football, what I'm used to with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it's having a good run game, controlling the clock, playing physical, and I think their physicality not only comes from the head coach, but, you know, King Henry. Even though King Henry has been out for a long time, um, Coach Mike Vrabel and the GM and the staff, what they do get, they get guys with that bar fight kind of mentality. So you brought up when you playing the ten, when you playing the Tennessee Titans, that's the kind of uh, mentality you got to have when you playing them boys. So I like the mentality. I like Coach Vrabel. I like what he's doing. Uh, since the day he stepped into that Tennessee Titan facility, he always said he wanted that you know run first, play action pass kind of mentality. Smack him in the face on defense control the clock when you need to. So he had that December, January kind of mindset mm-hmm. even even in September. I got you. Uh when you brought up Derrick Henry, that made me think about some of those some of those elite running backs in the NFL that, that you went up against. Who was the most challenging guy running back wise from a cornerback position to come up and, and Oof, get, get down? We we did a lot of talent. So you got to look at the Fred Taylors. You got to look at the Greg yes. Jones. You got to look at the Maurice Jones. That's just one team, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. So then you got to go to Cincinnati. You got to look at Corey Dillon, who was 6'4", 6'5", 250. Rudy Johnson, who played at Auburn. That's two teams out of the AFC. So then you got to go to LaDainian Thomason, who's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> and you get another guy out of the AFC. You know what I'm saying? Then you got to go to Priest Holmes, who played for KC. That's another guy that out the KFC. Then you got to get Jamal Lewis, who went for the 2K. That's right around the corner. That's a that's a that's a rivalry. That's the, that's the Baltimore Ravens. So all I played was dogs. You know what I'm saying? So all, all, all I played was big. All I played was big running backs. Like I knew nothing about small running backs until like later on throughout my career. But when I played running backs, the Deuce Staley's. Uh, probably a guy who can handle this kind of 
generation was a Brian Westbrook. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. Or, or that's 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 Napoleon Kaufman, not the yeah Napoleon Kaufman for the Raiders. So them them guys, I think, can play now in this generation. But you want to talk about the old school, what King Henry is doing right now? I had to play King Henry damn that every week of my career. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Ike Taylor with us uh, on 3HL. You mentioned talking about just Titan Steelers, and you used the word physicality when describing kind of Vrabel's style and what he has, has really instilled in this franchise. And when I think of Steelers-Titans matchups, that's what I think, like physical, old school, like, you know, head-crushing football. Like, that, that's what comes to mind with this rivalry. What, what about you? What comes to mind in – in these games? It's their bully ball. Their bully ball football yeah. mentality. You know, like, hey, listen, I'm about to run right in the two gap. Make sure y'all try to stop me. And the Pittsburgh Steelers try to reciprocate and be like, hey, I'm about to run in this two gap as well. Try to see if you can stop me. That's what it was when we played the Tennessee Titans. You know, we I played against Lightning and Thunder, Chris Johnson and uh, LaDainian uh, Lindell Lindale. White. Lindell White. White. Yeah, yeah so I, I, played, I played against them too. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it was lightning and thunder at the time. So yeah. Yeah. we got a little bit of both. We got a little bit of lightning, which you didn't want him to get out the uh, out the house because he was going to take it to the house. And if you wanted thunder, you had to come up and you had to bring your big boy pass going against Lindell White. So <laughs> that that was the kind of games. Then you had Vince Young at the time, man. Vince Young. You know, with that play action pass, he can he can throw it whenever he needed to. But boy, don't let him get out that pocket and run the ball because he can show you what he did to win a national championship. So that's that's the kind of stuff I remember playing them kind of guys. We were talking earlier uh, about like my 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 take on this game is like I'm terrified of the Steelers from a Titan perspective just because I grew up an Oilers fan, so I know what that Oilers uh, Steelers rivalry go- is and and how far it goes back. And so we started Ike talking about. The, the stomping on the towel thing in 2008. You know the uh, the Titans lost their next eight games after that happened. <laughs> yeah, don't don't disrespect the great Myron Cope. You know what I'm saying? The great Myron Cope, who's a a Yenzer. I don't know if y'all know anything about a Yenzer, but that's big, that's born and raised and bred in Pittsburgh. That's what they call it. So, like I'm from New Orleans, so we call ourselves Nola boys. If you're from Pittsburgh, you call yourself a Yenzer. And the great Myron Cope, he came up with a terrible ta- terrible towel. You know, years ago, waving the yellow terrible tower years ago. So we saw like that's always been, you know, disrespectful. And if you ever try to stomp on or disrespect it, he's going to look down and he's going to make something happen bad to your organization or the team. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. So you guys were really mad about that, right, for a long time. Yeah, you never get over that. You know, that's, yeah. for, for us, that's like, uh, that's like a slap in the face, so to say. You know, if y'all, if y'all, whatever y'all got going on in Tennessee, whoever that came up with something like for like a tradition, and that's just Tennessee born and bred, we would never try to disrespect that. That's that's so we was like we always looked at stuff, something in life or playing football is like the principle. Um, I would never disrespect you, disrespect you, and I respect the same thing back. Once you cross that line on disrespecting me, all bets are off. Ike Taylor, the great Ike Taylor from uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers Believe Podcast Network. Uh, how much fun are you having doing podcasts, man? Man, I love it. Um, keeps me engaged. Keeps me in tune. Um, Got to know a little bit about every team. Got to yeah. watch every game, Sunday, Monday, uh, or Thursday. 
I guess they got a Saturday coming up in a couple of weeks, a Saturday game <laughs> coming up in a couple of weeks as well. So, you know, I'm a football head. I'm a football junkie. So I just like watching football in, in general. I want to be some, some kind of a – not even a GM, but in the scouting department. So I like watching college kids and trying to figure out which teams they're going to go to and who will get drafted well. So I'm just a football head, man. I'm a football junkie from, you know, college to – to uh to the NFL now my son he's a freshman in in high school he's playing ball he's gonna be a sophomore next year and he's getting looked at a couple of colleges so now now it's just trickling down so now I'm going from high school to college to the NFL so just for me man I've just been totally surrounded by football all my life basically is your your son following in your footsteps same position corner my son plays uh safety corner and uh wide receiver but He's more of a superior athlete than I was. Like, I, I had good talent. I had a good work ethic. My son has great talent, good work ethic, and it's a superior athlete. So he got a way better mix than his dad was, so I'm just proud of that part. Love it. Love it. Hey, real quick, um, from me, last one, you talk about just being a football head and watching a lot of games. What is your take on Ryan Tannehill? Because I feel like national media is different than maybe local media, than what Titans fans feel about him. So what do you see in Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback? Honestly, I hope uh, if, if he if he get his two wide receivers back healthy, you know, between uh, is it Brown and, and Julio? Yep. If yeah. He, if, he get the, if he get them back on the same page, like on the, on the field for a couple of games, he can be whatever you want to be because don't forget, he played wide receiver in college, so the man still can run that play-action game. That play-action pass game can be very effective. But um, it starts with the run, and I think y'all finally getting back, even though y'all missed, you know, Derrick Henry, uh, Coach Babel was finally getting back to, to a rhythm with his running backs on getting some kind of run, run game going with the Tennessee Titans. Now you get a guy who can also pass and run as a quarterback, that's a recipe for a disaster when it comes down to a defensive coordinator that defense. So I think so far, man, he don't get the recognition um, he deserves. But at the same time, I guess everybody kind of looking for Tannehill to got, kind of get over that hump. And that hump is what can you do when you don't have everybody who's healthy? Can you yeah. carry a team? So we look at quarterbacks, in my mind, as a defensive guy, are you a truck or are you a trailer? So a truck can carry a team. And he doesn't need everybody healthy. He doesn't need everybody like an Aaron Rodgers. And you might have a couple of guys who's stuck on the COVID list. You know what? I can go into a stadium and I can win this game on my own. Or are you a trailer? And a trailer means, man, I got to have all my starters. My running game got to be effective. My defense got to be playing good ball. My field goal kicker got to kick the points and make the points he need to make. So I think that's the that's the hump for Ryan Tannehill. He needs he needs a couple of big games. We well we look at him and be like, you know what? We thought of him as a trailer, but he is a truck, and the reason why he's a truck because he can carry the team when everything is not in his favor. That is a great way to break that That's down, man. Like, that stuff, is phenomenal. Yeah. That was dope. Ike Taylor, former Pittsburgh Steelers cornerback. Um, are we going to put him in a boom-boom room? Is that what's going on oh, today? Yeah. I think you need to go in the boom-boom room. Ike, listen. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, check <laughs> this out, bro. Now, going in the boom-boom room, the only way you can get out after the door is locked, is if you answer everything truthfully. Now, do you agree to do that? Let's go. There it is, huh? Let's, Let's bring him in now. Ah, yes. <laughs> One man on his way in to the boom, boom, room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, indeed. Ike Taylor is coming into the Boom Boom Room. The Boom Boom Room is brought to you by Low T Center. So, people, focus on your health, especially men. Go to Low T Center. Here we go, Ike. You're in there, man. The door's locked. You cannot get out. Do what it would do. Do with it what you will, man. First question. Now, mind you, I got a little help in this one too. So usually, <laughs> these are off. These are off the, off the radar More questions. Of yeah, you're you know already I mean? deflecting off yourself. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I got a little help. You know, you got to figure it out on your own. First and yeah, foremost, yeah, you got a lot of help. Yeah, <laughs> Ferrari or Maserati? Which one? Ferrari. Hmm. Reason why? Uh, because the value ups hold itself when you have a uh, a Ferrari more than a Maserati. As soon as you take the Maserati off, you might as well just keep it. You can always resell the Ferrari. Believe me, I had a few of them. <laughs> listen, to, I like that. That is such a like realistic businessman answer <laughs> yeah, to something that is not. That is crazy. No love, <laughs> represent. All right. After that, this is from Ramon himself. Why did you have the okay. headphone in your helmet? Um, it was it was soothing. It was it was relaxing. It was different. Um, I felt like I was somewhere else when it came down for me when the play was over. Um, when the play is going on, I heard nothing in my helmet because you so locked in on what's going on on the field in them past mm-hmm. in them in them past three seconds. Now, as soon as the play is over, I go back to the club in my head, and that's when the music was. <laughs> so, but we, we, right now, Don Don is Don is looking at me like. Wait a minute! I'm what like, you mean a headphone in your helmet? Oh, so can you explain crazy. to the people what I'm what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to say? So my last four years of playing football, I wind up. Uh, so you know what the 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 captains on defense and the quarterback mm-hmm. have. So you can actually have in your helmet the mics, the, the little, green dot, the little mm-hmm. orange mics. Yeah, in your helmet. So I didn't mm-hmm. have a green dot. So I said, you know what, man? Let me go ahead and put. And that's when I, uh, that's when I that's when Apple came out with the Nano. The real yep. small nano. I don't know if you remember the nano. Yep. Oh yeah. Let me, find, let, me, let me find. Let me find something I can Bluetooth with the nano. Put in my shoulder pads, close enough to my helmet. Wind up uh, uh, finagling my helmet, putting a putting the uh, headphones in my helmet that were wireless, and I was I used to charge it all night. So I just to have that Pandora on. And I just used to rock to that Lil Wayne all day, 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different zone right there, boy. That's outstanding. Like, uh, during the game, I don't know how you – like, my mind game. wouldn't work like that. Like, I would have to focus more. <laughs> so so when, when, the play, when the play starts, you just go into a trance. Like, it, I don't hear no music. It's just when the play is over, I'm back to hearing the music. That's how much of a trance – you be in between plays. Like, as soon as you get off the field and you step on the sideline, you hear everything. You see everything. Now, when you step on the field, all you see or all you want to do is to make a play and not and not uh, mess up a play. So your mind just goes into a trend in three seconds. Love it. Hey, all right, good question. First Super Bowl or second Super Bowl? First Super Bowl was a classic. Yeah. Second Super, yeah. second Super Bowl was historical. First Super Bowl, first Super Bowl, we did it for Jerome Bettis. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And I tell people this story all the time. My first Super Bowl, Detroit, uh, all already gave us the head up. Like, hey, bro, y'all get me to the Super Bowl. I'm going on retire the Super Bowl. We win this thing. So we came together um, with the leader, Joe Porter, and Jerome Bettis. We came together and was like, look, Bussy, we're going to do this for you. 
So that's why I knew I was at a good organization because everybody mm. had some kind of goal. Um, I don't know whatever you wrote down, but one of them goals, if you was a Pittsburgh Steeler, was winning the Super Bowl for Jerome Bennett and sending him home and sending him home on a good note. And then after that, you know, you get to Detroit at the time, and it's 50-something guys in his mama house because his mama didn't cook for everybody, and we all <laughs> sleeping and taking naps on the floor in the hallway, got pillows, going to Walmart, all that good stuff, but we just wanted to be around each other. Now, the second Super Bowl, man, the, his, the historical part about that was we led, we led the league in defense not only in points, but in yards and in scoring. So we was breaking records what people usually don't talk about. I know they talk about the Legion of Boom, but if you want to look at the history from that 2008 Pittsburgh Steelers defense, we broke all kind of records, and we was doing things they couldn't do at the Legion of Boom. You know, times have changed between, like, 2008 and 2012. We was actually putting people to sleep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, what I mean by putting people to sleep, people going to McDonald's and then ordering pizza. That's how hard we was hitting back in the day. So I'll take the first one over the second one, but I'm just so glad to have two. Hey, hey I love that right there, man. Fly shoes are a good cigar. Man, give me a good cigar all day, baby. Man, I love it. Would you have said that same answer 10 years ago? 10 years ago, I would have said the fly shoes. But you know you got to evolve and you got to mature as a person. Yeah, yeah, I love it. That's one. Greatest safety. To watch work, Ed Reed or Troy Palomaro. The Palomalo. greatest safety watch work. Yeah, Ed oh, Reed or Troy Palomaro. We call him Baby Jesus. Y'all knew y'all knew him as Troy Palomaro. I had courtside seats. That is, that is. I love it, man. Baby Jesus. But is this real quick before we let you out? Tell me about this four point one eight real quick. Is this you still do that? Can you can you get out there and give me a four point one? Oh no! So technically, it was, it was a four two seven. I don't, I don't oh, okay. know where to come up with a four one eight. Somebody's right. hand must have been slow when I ran it. But my <laughs> fastest time was a four two seven, and that was that was hand speed at the time. I think everybody. Matter of fact, uh, I think one of the scouts, old school scouts. I think his first name was Mister Bud. I forgot his last name. He said he never clocked a four three ever. He's been doing it for over twenty some years. I told Mister Bud, sit right there after you finish clocking this four three. Let me know exactly what it was a four three something. So uh, as soon as I pa- as soon as I passed him, he just started laughing. That's when I knew I run on his clock at four three. So I was good. <laughs> talk that talk, right, man. man. We got to get you on more often, bro. Great yes. job. We really so appreciate good. you. Anytime, anytime. Thanks for the invite. That is Ike Taylor. Tighten up, We're hitting up cigars, man. We're tweeting you out. <laughs> Hey, 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 smoke and post. So just send me your info. I'll, I'll shoot them out to you, but smoke and oh, post. Say no more. It's all, all right. Thanks, Ike. Appreciate you, bro. I appreciate y'all. All right, when we come back, Alan Bell, sportslight.com. We're going to talk Titans at Steelers, Patriots at Colts, Chiefs at Chargers. That's next, 3HL 1045 The Zone. Three HL 1045, the zone in Mount Julia. Come by and see us. We're at Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll be here until 5.30. The OG, OG, Roger Saffold will be here from 4.30 until 5.30. Be here for the Ron Slate Miller Lite Wash Away Toast. Free Miller Lite for you to toast away, whatever you need to toast away at 4.45. So uh, come hit us up. Alan Bell joins us from Sportsline.com. Going to talk uh, a few NFL games from a point spread perspective. AB, what's up? How are you? 
Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Let me say, my man Ike Taylor with the with the earbuds inside the helmet. I Isn't love that crazy? it. Man. That's awesome. It's I did fantastic. not know that. I didn't either. And, like, the best part is, is, like, that's one thing. But having the iPod, like, in the shoulder pad so that you could change songs, that's next-level electric factory. Just fantastic. That's phenomenal. And uh, he was a hell of a player. There's no doubt about that. Um, yep. 12-year career. Uh, played for Dick LeBeau, too, uh, back in the day. Um, so, yeah, Ike Taylor, awesome. All right, let's hit, let's hit three games at least. All right, you ready? Ready. All right, Thursday night, Kansas City, hot again. At the Chargers, favored by three and a half, the Chiefs. What do you think? Oh, I, there's there's no way that you can't roll the Chiefs. I know that they've had a little bit of a COVID issue, um, not as much as some of the other teams around here. But, look, the way the Chiefs are playing, their defense has been scoring, I think, three weeks in a row now, right, Like and leaving their offense, uh, you know, in excellent field position. The Chargers, yeah, they can be good, they can be bad, but the Chiefs are on absolute fire right now. Uh, th- th- there's no reason not to bet them, especially in a low number like this. So you mentioned the COVID issues going on. I mean, yeah. it w- I think Jalen Ramsey was, like, we found out yesterday, right, uh, that he was placed yep. on the list. Like, how do you handle that right now with what's going on, not only in the NFL, it's in the NBA, it's in the NHL. We're seeing a surge in COVID cases that's affecting players that are available. How do you handle it yeah. better? Yeah, Don, you, you ask him uh, the billion-dollar question right there. And, and here's let's put it in perspective. In the last 48 hours, 62 players have tested positive. Last season, the entire year, there were 120. Okay? So understand what Ooh. we're dealing with. Yeah. And not getting into the COVID discussion, but, but from a betting perspective, you have to be absolutely careful. This is the one time that I'll tell you to wait. Wait, 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 wait. Because – uh, until you know who is playing, uh, this thing can happen quickly. Look how fast the Jalen Ramsey thing happened yesterday, right? Like, we didn't know yeah. until, you know, 4.30 or something. Then it's like, okay, well, that changes a lot uh, in terms of their defense. So, yeah, be absolute careful this week. Time is going to be your friend. Yeah, I'm glad Don hit you with that question because we have to talk about these games in a straight-up manner, right? Like, so for those listening to your breakdown of Chiefs Chargers, obviously that can change. If Patrick Mahomes tests positive for COVID, right. I mean, yeah. so yeah, so we'll we'll just do it from a straight up perspective. Because even if he's vaccinated, he can't get like you have to have the negative PCR test, you know, all of that. So yeah, it, yeah, it's affected for sure. Patriots at Colts. This Ooh, is, is going to be yeah, this is going to be a heck of a game. This might be the best game of the weekend. Look, the Patriots are very similar to the Chiefs in terms of they're just doing everything correctly. It's hard not to roll with them to win the game. I'll say this, from a Titans fan perspective, you actually want to pull for the Colts this week, right? Get the Patriots an extra AFC loss if you want, you know, kind of that number one seed and and give yourself, you know, every chance possible. Uh, But, yeah, this is going to be a good game. And for me, it's just – I cannot go against the Patriots. I'll I'll do it until they tell me not to, and they haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, we meant to get into that yesterday. I think that's a clear answer. I think from a Titan perspective, you go Patriots – lose that's what that's what you're you're hoping for this weekend because <laughs> if you beat the Steelers and the Patriots lose you are now the number one seed and that buy could be monstrously important for the hey, Titans if they this. could get it yeah and think about this what if you could not only get the buy but you've got everything wrapped up and you could turn that week 18 game against the Texans into, into a, a second buy yeah. yeah you get two weeks yeah 
Good stuff there. Uh, Titans at Steelers. Were you surprised that it opened Titans by two and a half? Yeah, I was. Uh, you know, just because Heinz Field's a tough place to play. Uh, and whether the Steelers are good, whether the Steelers are bad, like that, that's a hard place. Uh, so it goes to show the respect that Vegas has uh, for the Tennessee Titans. And I like it. I like the Titans on the road. You know, we love them when they're road underdogs, when they're road favorites. I'll take them, too. I'll also say this. I like the Titans in the first half. And whatever the, uh, the, whatever the total is in the second half, uh, play the over, because both of these teams will light up a fourth quarter in terms of points. But, yeah, I like the Titans to win this game. To your point, on, at home, the Steelers have not lost in September. So yeah. I, I, they do have a tie in there, but they haven't lost since week three at home. So that, that is a it's very tough. real thing. Hey, appreciate the quick visit. Uh, sportsline.com is the website. You'll see the graded games there. And uh, you can always reach out to Alan Bell. He'll hit you back quickly at Alan Bell 247. Thank you, A.B. I appreciate y'all. Thanks so much. All right, Jim Wyatt, when we come back, TennesseeTitans.com is the website at Jay Wyatt Sports. Broadcasting live from Mount Juliet at Buffalo Wild Wings. We'd love to see you out here. Ron Slade's got the toast coming up at 445. Make sure you're here for that. We'll be right back. 